good morning to anybody who's out there. Oh, we are live all over the place? Is what you're saying? Well, good morning to everybody. First Saturday in a new year, and uh, it's up to us to make it better than the last year. Instead of just roving along, listening to nothing, being decentralized, because of someone who didn't give a damn about what happened to any of us, only what happened to his pocket. So let's try and cooperate with each other, because the only way to get rid of an epidemic, pandemic, or any other dirt in your neighborhood is to work together to clean it out. So as part of that, let me tell you that I am a veteran. I got called last Monday that my VA clinic had gotten the uh, vaccine. It was too busy Monday, so I dropped in Wednesday, and I waited online for about an hour and a half. Some people had booked. Some people hadn't. They had set up a good process to get us through. And I spent time with a lot of my veterans online waiting to get shot up. And uh, I can tell you, it's a normal vaccine needle. In fact, they use a pretty thin needle, so it works well going in. Uh, it's a good size for what they're doing. The nurses, uh, half of them have uh, laughed at my silly jokes before. Uh, they're all out there doing their duty properly, wearing masks, walking around, keeping us in order, having us sit after we get it for a while to monitor us, giving us a little card so we know what date we got it because there are two shots and scheduling us for the follow-up. So at my VA clinic, and from what I'm hearing, the other ones, because again, we have to realize that we have a guy who wants to be in charge and listen to no one, but decided that everybody should do their own thing from the beginning of this pandemic. He was just busy seeing how he can monetize different parts of it. He had no care of running the whole show and proving he's the grand poobah. Anyway, it went well, a little bit of sight. You know, normal, you get any injection. Sometimes you feel a little reaction. Uh, I consider that nominal. Uh, it's already almost three days from when I got it. I can say there's no significant reaction. I'm keeping track of it because I want to report back. Because remember, they rushed this so that we can get something out there that we could use beside the masks, which was the only thing we really had. And we still have. I see more people wearing the masks, still a lot of people who don't, but a lot of people who used to walk around and, you know, mumble and moan and not like what was going on. So the public has finally gotten the idea. It's getting worse. They read the numbers. Nobody's making them up. I ask if you walk out of your door. Months ago, I asked if you walked out of your door and I divided the total deaths in a day. And I said that if you walked out your door in any one of the 50 states and you had your one-fiftieth of the bodies outside your door and you saw 20 bodies out there on the, on the ground, would that get to you finally and wake you up? Well, by this point, you'd walk out your door in the morning and you'd have 60 bodies confronting you if we just divided it evenly. And we know it's not even. Some states are bigger and more populous. Again, I want to see everybody get through this, no matter who they like or dislike. And we're getting someone who I consider, I've done a lot of work with our government and other governments in my life. Uh, a guy like Joe Biden's been around for almost five decades in our government. 
He's not a businessman. We're not running a business. We're not running a business. What the United States provides for us, which I realized when I was younger, it provides a safe, mature environment for us to live in and prosper and open businesses, go to school, do what we want. When you get to read enough about other places and travel enough, you'll see it is different than other places. So if we don't appreciate what we've got, that's always, uh, the price of that is usually losing it. So since it's a new year, and after 50 or 60 lawsuits that Trump has lost, even cursing the judges that he put in place, including the Supreme Court judges. Uh, Representative Gomert from the House of Representatives, another idiot who's serving in our House of Representatives, he filed a suit against Pence, saying that Pence can pick whoever he wants. He doesn't have to follow the Constitution. Now, you have to ask yourself, these guys all performed. They got money that we all sent in for them to run, and they spent on electioneering. They had voting and polling places that were protected so people could vote. They had the cleanest, safest election because of that guy that Trump fired who made sure our elections were protected this time. And he can't prove otherwise. Nothing they come up with proves it. So all these people, Republicans as well as Democrats, that are in Congress right now, or heading into Congress, were elected properly. So when you find a guy, and there's this idiot, I forget his name right now, Holy or something, who's a young senator, who's a Stanford and a Yale graduate, supposedly a lot of brains. Young guy wants to run for president. He could be there forever. Uh, <coughs> but he's already said he's going to go into Congress, even though Mitch McConnell's telling him not to waste time on this. And he said he's going to protest the reading out and the accepting, which is a ceremony in effect, because we've had it certified. I mean... If you were a rabbi and you needed kosher food for a holiday and you had uh, packages that had not just the certification of one rabbi but 14 of them, you would think maybe it's able to be used because it's been looked at by enough people. Well, that's what this election has done. Think about it that if the Republicans keep saying they're looking at just these states where Biden put them over the top, uh, and they want to change the vote or redo it, if that's wrong and they can't prove any fraud, then why aren't all the elections that elected them into office wrong? So if they want to do it, why don't they just ask for it all to be done over? They don't want to redo the election. They want to take the government from you. As far as I'm concerned, the question any of us should ask any of our representatives or senators, if we meet them, or talk to them, is if you ran in an election and got elected and you got sworn in, because every representative or, or senator gets sworn in to follow and protect the Constitution of the United States, here they are wanting to override the Constitution. I would ask them to sign a statement that they don't believe the Constitution's correct which means they're not duly elected themselves. They should go home and send their, I don't know, their kid. He'd be smarter than they are. 
So I'm angry, but we're going to get Joe Biden in there, whether they like it or not. I'm hoping, we'll probably run it today one more time, I'm hoping that the people in Georgia keep coming out the way they seem to be and that we get the two Democrats elected. I want Mitch McConnell to be shackled to his chair. I want him to have to look over the person presiding, Kamala Harris, making the decisions for him. Because he's made the decisions no matter what the president, and that meant Obama or Trump, he's made decisions of what he thinks we ought to do. So this man has been a real clog in our democracy. I will be happy. He's there. Forget about recount. Just sit him in the corner, lock him into his seat. And if we get those two senators from Georgia, the game changes again. So let's all make sure you call your friends and do what you need to. I called this week. What hit me was we all love sports around this country. I'm not a big sports fan because I don't like to, I'm not a spectator. If I'm anywhere, I want to participate. But I call this the seventh inning stench. One of our favorite sports in this country is, beside auto racing, is baseball. And baseball is one of those games that's so long and tedious because everybody's not running around the field that you could fall asleep. So they invented years ago the seventh inning stretch because everybody in the bleachers in the audience were falling asleep after a while if it was a boring game. It was an exciting game. They were just getting tired of the longevity. So I called it the seventh inning stench, because by now we've all seen what's going on. We've seen Trump with that scowl on his face, doing nothing but playing golf and telling people how they're all stupid. Who would want to vote for this man anymore? Who wants to back him? People, you better really take a good look in the mirror and see what the hell you've been letting go. You want change? That's fine. Change comes about by us running for office, us getting in government, us voting for people who outline a program that we like, and that person, be it us or someone else, being supported by us while they're in office to make that happen. So... Because of programming and other stuff and the world being protected, I'm going to throw it right over to my alter ego because she's got a lot of stuff she wants to bring to your attention. And I'm going to listen and chime in when I feel like it. Good morning and Happy New Year's to everyone. I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday uh, and that you were careful. I just want to piggyback a little bit on what the host had stated about his vaccination very proud of him for getting it. Not happy about what's going on around the country and the way the distribution is going. For instance, teachers are not on the list to get vaccination, which makes no sense. Lee County, you saw lines and lines of older people sitting in chairs trying to get the vaccination. In Oviedo, for anybody, but anybody that lives in Oviedo, uh, Florida, you will know that in Oviedo, they're just vaccinating anyone. So just find a vaccination point and just go and get vaccinated. Volusia County is starting their vaccination program. Again, there is no consistent way of distribution, uh, which is sad. And then we have a crazy pharmacist that decided in 
uh, I think it's Minnesota or Wisconsin, to just, you know, take uh, vaccines out of a freezer, which is no good anymore. So 57 or 60 people who thought they were vaccinated are not really vaccinated because the vaccine was not under proper temperature control. I mean, this is the craziness that's happening. So I want everybody to just pay attention. So I'm going to start now with the federal judge in Iowa who made some fun um, uh, regarding Trump's pardon. And he had talked about and warned about the fact that political corruption is actually creating a government and people pay attention. I don't care if you're a Trump supporter or not. If you're a Trump supporter and you don't know history, as far as I'm concerned, you are part of the problem. The voters are part of the problem, not these individuals. Because I truly, truly believe that anybody going into public service should learn about government, should have a degree in planning, public policy. We are not a freaking business. And I'm tired of hearing people talking about we want businessmen to run this government. No, we are all part of this government. It should never be run as a business, ever. And if you had an inkling of sense, you realize that business people in general only care about the money they're going to make, the money that their investors are going to make. They don't care about employees. They don't really give a damn about the country, what they can get. They bury companies. They make them go out of business. They do a lot of stupid things that they should not be doing. So why would I want a businessman running the government? I want somebody who's educated in government and I realize that it's all for us. We have a question out there and I want everybody to answer the question if you can. Why do voters gravitate to rich businessmen to run the country? I really want to understand why we do that. Why are we so fascinated with individuals that make no dent in our lives? We don't even know these people most of the time. And you are praising them and you're adulating them and you're doing all kinds of things that make no sense. The average person is equally as intelligent and capable and have knowledge of their community, of their family, of their needs, than these people do. So this particular judge, Mr. Pratt, I'm going to read one of the things that he said. Trump pardons criminals. So apparently, he said, to get a pardon, one has to be either a Republican, a convicted child, murderer, or a turkey. You also have to be a fraud, a liar, a traitor. I mean, and, and really, it is true when you look at the 90 pardons that this man has given. And I'm going to read a few of them because it's really shocking and it really upsets me. And the, and the couple that really brought my attention, not to say that Jews can't be criminals. Obviously, we have Jared Kushner, Miller running the country. They are racist piece of crap. I call them Hitler Jews. That's exactly what they are. But look at this. Shalom Robashkin. He was convicted of bank fraud, wire fraud, and mail fraud. He was the CEO of a, uh, a kosher slaughterhouse and meatpacking plant. He was sentenced in 2010 to 27 years in prison and ordered to pay $26.9 million in restitution. Guess what? 
Trump just commuted his sentence. Because guess what? It's okay to be a fraud, a thief. These people obviously deserve some kind of mercy. When you take a child who may steal a piece of candy, a piece of bread, or may have a lousy little bit of pot in his pocket, and you send them away to jail for the rest of their lives, these assholes, and I have to say it, who are supposedly educated better than everybody else, these are the people we're okay with pardoning? These are the people we're okay with just disregarding their behavior? We have another one, Rebecca Charleston, convicted of money laundering and tax evasion in 2006. She was a victim, not a victim, she was part of human trafficking, right? And she did work as a prostitute in Dallas for a while. Um, She eventually turned her life around, I guess, but she deserved to be also pardoned and giving all this other stuff. We got a guy named Christopher II, a.k.a. Christopher Anthony Bryan, convicted of uh, multiple crimes that go over a two- Decade period, drug addiction. Um, he founded the uh, Game Changers, a so called nonprofit organization for at risk uh, uh, youth. Uh, Kentucky Governor Matt Bevin issued a, pro- uh, a pardon to him, even though this man was actually taking advantage of children. Now we'll go to the standard guys that he obviously pardoned, like Michael Flynn, traitor to America. Not only did he lie and he was part of the Russian uh, 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 plot to steal the election, which they obviously did from Hillary Clinton, but you don't see the liberals out there shooting and killing people and protesting. They just went ahead and graciously accepted the liar to become president. But the worst part of what Michael Flynn did was a plot, a plot to kidnap an American citizen send him back into, I believe it was Saudi Arabia, to have him killed. That, to me, is very, very dangerous. Why does Michael Flynn, Paul Manaport, uh, Alex Van Der Zand, Duncan Hunter, <laughs> oh, my God, Chris Collins, right? He was one of those guys that had insider trading and lying to the FBI, another one of the Trump supporters, He was serving a 26-month prison sentence. Obviously, he doesn't need to be in prison anymore. There are 90 people this man has pardoned so far. You really need voters. Trump supporters, you don't believe anything. You need to learn how to read and go and find this information. We're not lying about this. It is listed. It is posted. Go and find out the criminal elements that this man is pardoning And you seem to think it's okay, including Jared Kushner's father. You seem to think it's okay for these guys to walk around this earth, this country, with their criminality and their corruption while you want people who are fighting for equality, people like Black Lives Matter that you hate so much, you call them, you know, insurgents, you want them all in jail, but you don't want these people who are stealing your money, who are selling drugs, the biggest Medicare fraud just got pardoned by Donald Trump right here in freaking Florida.
It's really him and Governor Scott, ex-Governor Scott, should have been put in jail. He was in jail, but now it's okay for him to steal a billion dollars of our money. Voters, pay attention. So I'm not going to go through the entire list. Um, Let me quickly just say hello to a lot of people. I'm glad. You know, we didn't have to. We could have just run something we did before, but we consider this year the beginning of us all continuing on what I consider a crusade. Now, a crusade in history has been used to decimate groups and people and sublimate people. That's not what this is. The idea is we are on a crusade to understand that we own our country, we have a say in how our country goes, and the more we understand what's going on and who's taking advantage. And the point is that what our government is for is to create and maintain an environment that gives us security from attack, from disease, from whatever it is. Trump had used it when he was trying to say we were being attacked on our southern border, but he used it to misappropriate funds that ended up in his pocket. But what we've done to grow as a country was to recognize we have this national umbrella that even as a youngster I started to realize it gives us this rich environment that we can start a business, work our asses off to do something, and if it doesn't work, try something else. Serve our government if we want to. But we do not need a businessman. There was a guy who was a millionaire back when Nixon was elected, who was one of our worst presidents, a crook himself. He had invented, I believe this was the guy who invented that little spray release cap. Simple thing. But it took his vision and the rest to make it. He made millions back then. But does that mean because he made all that money and he envisioned that little spray can thing that nobody else had seen before, that that makes him smart enough to run our whole freaking country, our military, our research, our pharmaceutical side, everything that we do, our education? No. We need someone who's qualified and understands that he has a real cabinet. That's why Eisenhower is still one of the top on my list. You look at the secretaries that he put in his cabinet, okay? He knew how to lead, but he knew how to read things and ask and get answers. Not decide that I know it all and doesn't really need anybody. So we have to consider this a wake-up call. If I want to go back to the Bible, the Old Testament, there was a point when the Jews were kind of yelling and saying, everybody else has kings, why don't we have kings? In other words, everybody's got fancy houses. We need some. And the way the translation in the Bible was that, well, you want kings? I'll give you kings. And that's when we had, you know, King Saul, King David. He said, sure, you guys want that? It's not going to replace me. But if you feel you need this type of monarch, took him a while to realize that we went through our period of kings. You know, it's what's in the title. We have plenty of people running around on this planet who started using years ago the title of president. Just because you call them president doesn't mean they're not a dictator. We, in this country, have the ability to shape our destiny. And that's what we're going to keep dealing with. So we need a leader who knows 
We need the environment to flourish in and to compete in and not people who take things offshore and companies that make so much money that they buy up everything else and change what we can do. So I'll throw it back to my alter ego so you've got plenty of stuff to go over, but I want you guys to realize you cannot pardon someone if they haven't admitted to a crime. So when Trump wants to get pardons for anything they might do, that will not fly, and I'll be happy to see them when they go in to court and lose and get thrown in prison. A couple of things. Good morning, Lisa. I believe they're ignorant. I do not get it. You're right. Car uh, Carol Hilliard, editor, hello to you. Mel B., it takes years to develop an attenuated kill viral component vaccine. What has been created contains live viral components which will infect and kill. The applicant of the White House has magnanimous investments in Pfizer and, and Pfizer and Moderna vaccine that contain an RFID chip which track users' in personal information. Mel B., the occupant of the White House, violently raped a 12-year-old girl with Epstein, all recorded. I believe that he has raped and has aborted many children with all his affairs. In terms of the vaccine, yes, he has a lot of investments in some of these. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I want to announce that we have the two commercials that are coming up now. Uh, one has to do with the Georgia elections, which I will talk about more people. If you are in Georgia right now, you need to listen. Blacks in rural areas of Georgia, young black people, male and female, you need to go out and vote. If you haven't registered and you're turning 18, you should go out and register and vote on January 5th. It is critical to the trajectory of where this country is going. So I'm going to keep quiet so that the commercial can come on. Six Sigma Consulting starts here. Maxit Services works with governmental officials and architects to ensure that your project's permitting, planning, and financing are correctly submitted so that your project comes in on time and in budget. So take it to the max. Maxit Services Inc., your construction project liaison, 866-346-3078. Six Democrats, Georgia needs your help. You have two elections on January 5th. One is a special election for Dr. Raphael Warnock, and the second is a runoff election for John Ossoff. We need to take control of the Senate. Please go to fearfight.com and donate. Necesitamos el voto y ayudancia a Georgia. Tenemos dos elecciones para dos puestos en el Senado. El primero es la elección del Reverend Warnock, y el segundo es la segunda elección for John Ossoff. Por favor, ayude la campaña. Vaya a fearfight.com y voten, voten, voten. I want to talk about Wall Street. And that's my second topic. You know, I always say that pandemic issues, wars, don't stop people from becoming wealthy and using the system to their advantage. Trump gave nothing but millionaires. That's a fact. Because people like me didn't get a damn thing, and I don't really care. I don't mind paying taxes. A trillion dollars he gave to these wealthy people. Then under the CARES Act, the majority of the money went to him, his family, Kanye West, his attorneys, multinational corporations. 
including foreign corporations. Listen to me well, voters. Foreign corporations that have a foothold here in the U.S. They got money. Then all of a sudden, some of that money, Mr. Mnuchin wanted to go ahead and put back in the treasury. Most of the small businesses didn't get it. So what do we have? Since March of 2020 through December 22nd of this year, 56 new billionaires were created in America. 56. Now, how can that be? Why did that happen? You know why that happened? Because the voters have no problem voting for lousy $10 stimulus checks and $1,000 and you get all excited and you're not really seeing what you're losing. The people who are getting the majority of these things are the wealthy people. By the way, we have four members of Congress, at least four, at least, who benefited from the stimulus program or their spouses in businesses that they own. By the way, they're not losing money. They weren't having any issues, but hey, what not? why not? Why not get into the uh, cookie jar, as the host always talks about? And some of them took, and we're talking hundreds of billions of dollars that went out preferentially through the major banks and their major companies. And these companies took the money and did not use it for payroll per se, and he decided to use it for others, and now they're up and back with questioning of whether they have to do it, is it going to be forgiven, because there were rules of how it would be forgiven. The good thing is we're going to have a new administration in there when we're looking at who got it and where did it go. But these same billions of dollars, while we have more and more people in food lines, okay, more and more people can't pay their rent. One of the fundings under that PPE, under that first act, went directly to Jared's companies to pay the rents of people that they wanted paid. They didn't even put it in the people's hands to pay him. And when you're the son-in-law of the president living in the same goddamn city, when that president, when the pandemic happened, and the president tells you over dinner or over breakfast, it doesn't matter when, but he's sitting with his daughter and his son-in-law, and he's saying, you know, tomorrow I'm going to announce that we're going to invest in Pfizer, and we're going to invest in Johnson & Johnson. We're going to give them X billions of dollars because we want them to work harder on a vaccine. You really have trouble understanding that Jared Kushner went on his computer and bought shares in these companies before it was announced. We should take all this back. In prior years, we had people who profited through wars and other things that we investigated and took back the money that they took out of our pocket. It used to be called War Profits Act. Same thing can apply to these people. And let me just mention four of these representatives. And by the way, I call out Democrats the same way I call out Republicans. I don't really give a damn. If you're crooked, you're crooked. End of story. I'm not like some people, even in our family, Every time you try to have a discussion, they'll throw in your face, well, Clinton did it, and this one did it, and this one did X, Y, and Z. This is the way they're raising their children. They're not raising their children to be upstanding citizens and understand that when you do something wrong, it's wrong, damn it. 
Doesn't matter if the next door neighbor did it. But here we are from the GOP, Roger Williams, a wealthy businessman from Texas. He owns auto dealerships and body shops and car washes. Representative Vicki Hatzler of Missouri. She owns farm and equipment supply companies across the Midwest, not just in her damn state, Democrat. Susie Lee of Nevada, whose husband is the head of a regional casino developing company. And Representative Debbie Marcusell Powell of Florida, whose husband is an executive. He doesn't even own the damn restaurant. I don't even get it. Restaurant chain where they just got loans and they got whatever they wanted. This should not be happening. And by the way, of course, they approve the package because they knew it's money in their pocket. They'll never have to pay it back. Voters, pay freaking attention and don't get all excited about all of these so-called rescue packages. You need to read what's in the rescue package, just like in the uh, tax cut that he gave. He allowed these bastards to go back to 20 freaking 16, the year 2016. This was prior to the COVID pandemic and take all these real estate losses against their current taxes. Why is that happening? Because voters don't read. They're so willing to take so little and they think they're getting something and they forget that big brother that you put in Congress and the presidency most of them are millionaires already. Start thinking. I don't want freaking tax cuts. I want teachers to be paid well. I want police, fire. I want my streets to be fixed. I want my garbage to be taken care of. I, my, I want my water to be drinkable. I want things for children to go and be able to do. I am happy paying taxes. Why isn't the rest of these assholes who complain about not having another boat, another house, another plane, and you guys are applauding that kind of behavior? And don't get me wrong, the same thing happens with average people. I know people who seriously filed to get these offsets for payroll. And when they did it in a state like Florida, they had some of their employees who they're saying, well, we can now pay you to work saying, well, we can make more if we don't work. Between that unemployment boost that they got and the rest of it, they were paid more to stay home. Now, if you've got an employer who filed to get you these benefits and you're going to go to work and a lot of people aren't going to your business, why don't you act loyal and go there? You're not going to be worked to death during this period. So the human being likes to sometimes take the low road. It's about time, and I'm not saying we're all going to get it. I'm not saying become a tree hugger or an environmentalist. I've always, I've had family joke with me about the way I treat trash and garbage differently before everybody had to separate it. You know what? We all have an obligation to ourselves and our ancestors and our off descendants to run this place so they have a place to enjoy that we prospered in. So pay attention, folks. We're going to work more on this. And don't just tell Joe Biden when he gets in that, no, we want purple drapes in the White House. No, no, no. Let him get in. Let him put a crew. He's going to be amazed. <clears throat> Donald Trump has not allowed him to get in the Pentagon. He changed the people in there. 
That's because when I told you about the VA, where he put those three guys robbing that $200 billion a year budget, the Pentagon's got a $600 at least billion dollar budget that he's been personally robbing. So he doesn't want anybody seeing it till he's out of office. My bet is still he flies out of the country when he leaves office. I want to bring out the override of the defense bill. Personally, I don't understand why military people vote for Trump, voted for Trump, even though he's taken money away from their budget to build a pretend wall. Half the money went to his, on, to his pocket. People are all upset. You don't even live on the border. You're in states that are not even connected to a border. I, I, I mean, Mexico was supposed to pay for it, but you're okay with our military having to pay for pretend crap. So he, he's such a patriot, the man who never served in the military, refused to go, coward that he is. And yet, you think he's a patriot? My uncle is a Silver Star recipient. Hand-to-hand -hand combat, Korean War, two damn tours in Vietnam, helicopter shot down twice, bullets in his back, Agent Orange sprayed on him. He's out there doing and serving his country because wealthy freaking politicians sit there and send our families into war. And this multi-millionaire piece of crap, President Trump, has the nerve to veto the defense bill. Thank you, Congress. I don't like the Republicans. They're all in concert with him. But at least they understood, you don't treat our military people that way. And for those of you who are listening to this show or anybody else who have never even freaking served, keep your mouth shut because you've never gone in to serve your damn country. You don't understand the toll it takes on military families. You want wars. You want all of this. You praise this man. And I have no clue why. So I just want... People in Georgia, yet again, if you are ex-military or you've got people in the military, remember what this man has done and make sure you vote for the two Democratic seats because if Mr. McConnell stays in there, that evil individual will make it difficult for Americans. He's already talking about the deficit. $3 trillion in deficit we are in. Created Ob under him. Obama left a $570 billion deficit, and he has created $3 trillion, and nobody in America seems to care. All of a sudden, all of these wealthy jerks are concerned about the deficit. Where were they when they were spending money and giving it and stealing it from all of us? couple of things, just like our uncle and lots of people I know, when I was in was the unofficial beginning of the Vietnam conflict. I didn't go there, but I have plenty of relatives, friends, and everything else who did. We all hear of Agent Orange, but let me tell you, the military decided they had these jungles to deal with, so what they looked at were herbicides to kill the plants. The herbicides they picked, they kept testing different ones. The one they settled on was called Agent Orange. But the ones they used before they settled on Agent Orange, as well as Agent Orange, were dangerous to humans. That uncle of hers still goes through chemotherapy because of Agent Orange or other herbicides. 
that weren't Agent Orange that these people got sprayed with. They didn't know who the hell was down in the jungle. Some of our troops were just sent in there to just annihilate people. We get just as nasty when we fight wars. I don't blame them. I blame what happened. And they live with it. That's why I talked months ago about PTSD. I've seen some of the doctors and nurses talking. You can hear. You can hear the stress in their voice. And it's going to get worse for the next month or two. It's up to us, not just the new president, to wear the mask. And I've seen people who weren't wearing masks that are wearing them now. They understand. They're not making a statement and saying, well, I, I grew up. But they're all going in to get their inoculation. They all want to be protected. So, and by the way, I have great people who not only come back to me, they give me information. Mel, I've been reading this stuff. I will get back to you. So all of you, keep sending in stuff. We appreciate it. And everything has a backstory. Go ahead. Lisa, Joel Osteen, mega church, 4.4 million. Yeah, and millions. I'm sure he got a lot of... Uh... Uh, uh, money from that. And he wouldn't allow his church to be used when they ran out of space for patients at the nearby hospitals. Lisa, 300 franchise pizza huts went out of business because they couldn't get any PPE. That's because uh, Trump's lawyer got $5 million. Kanye West got $5 million. I mean, you know, this is the way it works. Lisa. And Jared was controlling who got it depending on who paid them a commission. The POW down the street from me has Trump all over his house. I don't get the attraction. Yes, I do. He hates who Trump hates. Absolutely. So you know what? When they don't have crap because he's changed the VA and gotten rid of a lot of things, I don't want to hear no veteran getting on TV complaining because you supported the man who has taken stuff from our country. Now I want to talk about Alabama health care. And the reason why I want to talk about it, pay attention to what I have up on the screen, people. And this goes for all of these southern states who are Trump supporters, who didn't take the Affordable Health Care Act because, God forbid, they take something from a black man who tried to make it good for them. They didn't take it. In Alabama, a lot of hospitals are shut down. Many of their small towns do not have even clinics to take care of them. Um, and the remaining hospitals, as you can see, is far and in between. Why do I bring that up? Because I have personal knowledge of an individual who has and was diagnosed recently with myasthenia gravis. Please look it up. It is a neuromuscular Muscular disorder that causes weakness in the skeletal muscles and other things. By the way, the individual and her husband <laughs> were black are Trump supporters, I have no clue why, but what I wanna bring up is she got very sick, couldn't breathe, couldn't swallow. No hospital in Alabama, even after taking her to Birmingham, could treat her problem. She's gonna have to have some plasma, blood transfusions and cleanliness. They wanted to take her to Georgia, Georgia again. And Georgia said, we don't have any beds. We don't have a way of treating her. We don't have the person so to do it. So here we are. They had to drive her in an ambulance to a hospital in Jacksonville, Florida. This is what happens when you vote against your own interests because you're not willing to think and look at what's happening in your states. So I want everybody, please look up as myasthenia gravis. If you have family members who may be experiencing things 
and nobody knows what's wrong with them, here we are. And we may post the uh, link uh, out there so you can take some time. And I just bring this up because here are people, and these, this couple have two little children, which is very, very sad. This is a young woman that's not even 33 years old. So think about what I'm saying. I now want to talk about the race in Georgia. I don't know how else to say it. I don't know what it's going to take for people to understand where the power rests in our government. There are three branches, the executive, legislative, and Congress. The Senate holds and controls a lot of power. It's the Senate that put 200 conservative, most of them are not even attorneys, they're just friends of the president or friends of whomever, as judges in our federal system and three in our Supreme Court. People, you got to get out and vote. If you want this man called Joe Biden to make changes for the good of the country, even though I got to be honest, I'm biased right now. I don't really care about Trump supporters. I think he should care about the 180 million of us who voted for him and the hell with the rest. But he's not that type of person. That's not what he's going to do. But if you want him to make changes and take us into the future, he's got to get those two Senate seats. Without the Senate seats, people, he can do nothing. Nothing. Understand that. McConnell will block him like he tried and did with Obama, especially in his second term. How Obama got the Affordable Health Care Act through, thank God he had the Senate and the House in those two years because he lost the House in the midterm election and lost the Senate afterwards. I'm telling you people, young blacks, males especially, please stop this nonsense of not going out and vote. Older black people, stop this nonsense about my vote doesn't count. If your vote didn't count, we wouldn't be here having a discussion about voting. It was your forefathers, and a lot of you were there. If you're in your 70s and 80s, some of your family, even you, were picking cotton still. You got to go out and vote. You have to look to the future. Otherwise, all these shootings of black males and, and young children, they're not going to stop because Trump told these people when he was running in 2016 that he could do that. He told the police, take them in the car, beat them up, do whatever. He has instructed most of these police departments all over the country to continue being racist, to continue shooting and killing however they feel. You can't change. He unwound all of the things that Obama put in place to try to change the police departments and give them the training and the tools they needed to better handle situations. And by the way, I believe in the police department because without a police force, you'll have anarchy in the streets. We sleep better because they're out there. And I understand it's a very difficult job. So let's not lose sight of that. But let's not lose sight that in several years ago in Florida, they found several of the police department, a lot of those officers were part of the KKK. And you know what happened to those officers? Absolutely nothing. You know why? 
because the Republicans came out and said, it's their First Amendment right to do what they want to do and belong to organizations they want to belong to. How can I trust that police department then? How could I do it? Impossible. Let me just say, to take back our country, it's not even taking back. To own our country, which we already do, and to go forward and understand the power that we have, and we want to exercise it, not to overthrow the government, to make the government do what it's there for. It doesn't take going in the streets and protesting and carrying a sign. What it takes is calling your local police department, calling your local senator or representative, calling your legislative. Tell them that your organization, and by the way, your organization could be a homeowners association. You want them to come to your meeting to talk to you. They have budgets for it. That's what they're there for. They're there to serve us. Make them do their job. Don't go out there running around with signs. Tell them you want an appointment. You want them to speak. And tell them you're going to follow up. You want them back a month later to see what they did. That's how we get back our government. Lisa, Georgia closed 8 of 10 rural hospitals in the last 10 years. Mel B., my cousins and former fiancé were Vietnam veterans. Your fiancé died from liver cancer. I'm sorry to hear that, due to Agent Orange. Cousins had horrible PTSD. Absolutely, absolutely. All of my family members, over 150 years in this country, we are immigrants here, actually serve in all branches of the government. My cousin right now is in the Pentagon. Okay, he's a general. He's been in war combat. I have too many, my brothers, nieces, nephews. That's why I get, I hate when people talk about thank you for serving, and they've never even bothered to go and register to even clean the damn bathroom in the military. Uh, people, we want to make sure that you follow us on Stitcher, uh, Google Play, um, Facebook, um, you basically find us on the A-E, the word equals, M-C, the word squared. You'll find us on the Instagram and Facebook, and that will get you anyplace else. But we're basically through any of the apps. If you want to email, it's A-E, the word equals, and M-C, and then S-Q, at gmail.com. As I said, more and more people have been sending me information, and I will not read it out or swear to it. Till I've done the research, if it's something I haven't, I appreciate getting it. I do my looking, and then we all go. We all never agree on everything. So please, keep doing it. I love it. Before we end, I must bring this up, because you know I like to bring historical uh, things onto the show. We have a wonderful uh, Republican from Ohio, Jim Jordan. You've ever heard, stupid is, the stupid does. He is stupid and he is everything, an idiot. He, of course, uh, downplays the pandemic. He, of course, mocks uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci. He has no credentials to mock anything, but he has. And then he made the mistake of saying, oh, what would George Washington, what would the uh, framers of our country would have done under the pandemic? Because he supports the idiot president who thinks this is just a joke. Well, let me give you a little bit of a history here. 
George Washington is known for winning battles, but what people forget is that he is the man who actually saved our army during a smallpox epidemic. Not only did he understand about isolating infected, infected people, quarantining them, but in 1796, our Congress passed the first federal quarantine law, which was signed by Washington. It authorized the federal government to help states enforce quarantine as necessary. In 1776, when the British withdrew from Boston, Washington mandated that only soldiers that had already been infected be allowed into the city. Most importantly, there was a fever outbreak in 1793 in Philadelphia. Washington had the entire federal government leave the city to protect them from getting sick. That's a man, we're talking in the 1700s people, we're in 2021 and you've got a president who's not smart enough to, to do what he had to do. Most importantly, there was a vaccine during that time for smallpox. The federal government outlawed anybody from taking it. But you know what Washington did? He's losing soldiers. He's quarantined. He's separating. And he went to Washington and said, listen, listen, we have to inoculate everyone if we want to contain this spread. And he was allowed to do it. He went ahead and inoculated everyone. The rate of infection went from 20% to 1% because of the action of this man. So you got to go back in history. Yes, they had slaves. They did this. But they also thought about the future. They thought about the current situation. And they acted on it. So Mr. Jordan... Go read your damn history. And let me draw this clear line for you. The current idiot in the White House and the people who represent him, who he allows to speak out, have said, oh, well, we made sure we ordered this and then we did it, but then it's up to the local governments to do it, not us. Excuse me, George Washington, founding of the country, first president. He took charge. He understood what was needed and he made sure it was done. That's what a leader does. So when Joe Biden gets in and he's asked for the first hundred days to wear a goddamn mask, I don't care. I've been inoculated, but I still will wear it. And I've been wearing it because it's not over till we get enough that we are protected. Let's not be stupid. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, or a Martian. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what religion you are. If you want to call yourself an American, because I told you, we all own the country. Act like one. It's your property. It's our country. Do what's necessary. Period. Mel D., the occupant of the White House, has zero respect for science, medical research, statistics, and or history. And he's not the only one, Mel V. Let's not separate Donald Trump from the entire Republican Party all over the country, please. Because here in Florida, all of these assholes 
have done the same thing. They're Republicans. They don't believe in science. Everybody is a liar. The, the, the world isn't crumbling. We don't have polluted water. We're not having issues with growing food. We're not having anything, according to them. They don't believe it because they're going to take that spaceship and go to the next planet. And I hope they do. And I hope while they are on that spaceship that it blows up and gets rid of them. But let's assume it doesn't happen. They get lost out there and they leave us the hell alone down here. You have to study. You have to question. You have to read. If something doesn't make sense to you, just ask. I mean, you know, I, I, I believe in vaccinations, by the way, but I have lupus. I have concerns about taking certain things. I've never taken the flu vaccine for that reason. I've never taken the shingle vaccine because I'm afraid of what the reaction is going to be with my current situation. But I don't say to people, don't take vaccines. If we didn't take them, people, we would have the same problems that we had in Washington's days and what's happening in third world countries today where some of these diseases still exist that have virtually been eradicated here in the U.S. You should be grateful. You should be grateful. And again, to repeat it, but I'm going to make it really down to earth. As an individual, if you suddenly had bowel blockage, the worst kind, one of the kinds is called piles. It means you can't go. Somebody's got to go in there and break it open and loosen it and make you able to release this. Otherwise, you're going to get poisoned internally. So McConnell, as Mel pointed out, and as I've said before, the first two years of Obama administration, he had some leeway with who was in Congress. We didn't help him by getting the right people elected to keep backing him. So from the last six years of his thing to now, McConnell has been the equivalent of us all having piles. And he's still there. That Georgia election may stop him from keeping us being polluted. He's passed next to nothing. He is a dam, a blockade up our ass. We do not need that. I can't make it any more basic. Make sure anybody you know in Georgia votes. They're doing a good job of coming out. I hope it turns out right. Anyway, uh, believe me, Purdue and Loeffler will not be poor if they don't get their salary as a senator. They're both multimillionaires, period. So... I appreciate anybody who tuned in. I know this is a time where people kind of take a breather, get ready for the new year. As far as I'm concerned, it's not a matter of fighting. It's a matter of showing up, of talking through, of answering people. I know a lot of smart people who don't even want to talk about Trump, and they vote for him. Okay? Hey, I know when not to talk. I just keep reminding them, let's see what happens. They're going to see a lot of stuff, and they're going to be quiet for a few years. Our country has been poisoned. Joe Biden will spend his first two years cleaning up the poison. We'll see you next week. Uh, again, I appreciate that Alter Ego was able to drop in and hand us some interesting stuff. The one on Washington was great. I have nothing else to say except I wish you all, as I say, healthy, then happy. That's what's important. Take care of yourself. We all have different things. We have to make up our minds. We may have a guest next week. We'll see. And anybody who knows anybody, 
who wants to talk. I thank you. I want to bring one thing up very quickly. We are working on a podcast book, a book of some of the uh, things that we have discussed. Uh, it's going to be funny. It's going to be serious. Uh, we want to make sure that you as our audience and anybody you know, when the book comes out, that you purchase the book. Uh, I think you'll find it very, very interesting. Thank you and have a great weekend.